never walked on the moon. Elvis ain't dead, you ain't going crazy. It's all in your head. Let me tell you, it's all interpretation. Oh my. To find the truth, you gotta read between the lines. Dang it, Bobby. Work out your own salvation. You are the best of white people. It's hard to find him. It's more than a place, it's a state of mind. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Jerry, just remember it's not a lie if you believe it. You should never be allowed to talk to people. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. God bless America. Yeah, Mark. Yes, Dave. <laughs> I wonder, I really do wonder how much God will tolerate from us as a country. I know that he really doesn't deal with that. It, or I guess I don't believe he does anyway. I know that people say, we got to have him pray for our country. Well, I think God deals with individuals, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know that he, you know, I think we're the ones, we're the ones that apply God to our lives when it should be the other way around. Yeah. You know, we we should not be making him do what we want. We should right. be trying to do what he wants. That'd yeah. be a better way to live. Yeah, and I look. At, I think you're I right. At, yeah. I like the wars, you know, and the rumors of war that are written about in the Bible, and it all makes sense. You know, when you're, uh, I remember when I was in Bible college, and you know, I I think I told you I I went to Bible college because I did not have a strong Bible learning. I didn't go to um, my family wasn't. I didn't grow up in a family that went to church all the time. I grew, yeah. up in a, I grew up in a faithful family, but it just wasn't always convenient or easy right. because my mother had twins uh, when when I was six years old, you know? And so yeah. imagine yeah. you've got, she had an eight-year-old, she had two six-year-olds because of me and my stepsister, yeah. and then has twins. So she had, <laughs> can you imagine right. getting that yeah, food yeah. ready to go anywhere? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I get anyway, that. I completely I like, get that. Yeah. And when we were in California, I rode my bike to church. Once I got old enough, uh, once I was old enough to drive, and I actually rode my bike from our uh, from our house to uh, Eastside Christian Church, which was right across the street from Cal State Fullerton, still is. And uh, I I wouldn't allow Braylon to ride that that way now. You know, as as a child, I would not allow him to make that same ride that I did, or that probably you and your brother did when you were growing. I probably wouldn't let our kids do that now. Yeah. But that was my only real education was going to Sunday school then. And you really don't get that much. And so when I decided I, I wanted to go to Bible college, it wasn't so much that I wanted to do anything in the ministry. I felt like I had been called into the ministry and I needed to be prepared. I didn't know what that calling was. Yeah. I think we generalized it and said, well, you know, you feel like you've been called to you know serve God. Then you, you have to be a pastor. You need to go learn how to do this. Yeah, and yeah. I got to Bible college and realized that's not the case, which was really cool. <laughs> it was like, no, you've been called in the ministry. Okay, look, here's all the, here are the ministries we can name, you know. But yeah, yeah, you know, you could probably figure one out that you know. And that's when I realized it was so much bigger because I, had, you know, you grow up a certain way and it's so small. And I think we tend to make God so small, and He is so much more than that. And mm. I just, I, I just wonder when He's going to get tired of us, you know? Because <laughs> wouldn't I, you? If you were him, wouldn't you get tired of the way we act? I, I'm thinking about how he deals with me every day. I'm like, you know, you get it. Just, it, just the thoughts, just the things I don't say that yeah. nobody knows I'm even thinking. He knows. Yeah. yeah. 
I th- we have we have evidence that God does get tired of people. Yes, because uh, we see. Uh, I'm trying to come up with a reference in my brain, and it won't come up, and I don't have time to search it. But, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that God repented yeah. of certain mm-hmm. things, right? Oh yeah, remember oh, there's a re- there are references. God, uh, God changed Jonah. the way He thought uh, about dealing heading with into man. Nineveh. Yeah, he just yeah. Uh, the the way He dealt with mankind. He said, "Nope, I'm changing my way of thinking about this. Yep. <laughs> I can't Very manage fair. these people. I'm going to lay out. I'm going to lay out the way things are supposed to be." I'm going to give it all to this cat named Moses and they can deal with it from then on. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And it's pretty much, you just follow me or you just walk off a cliff. You know, that's, that's pretty much what it amounts to. And it's, it's funny that God, people in the church almost demand that God gets involved with humankind and Mm -hmm. correct the problems of the world. And that's what kills me. And, I understand that people who aren't in our club <laughs> would look at us yeah. and go, well, if your oh, God's yeah. so great, why doesn't he stop world hunger? If your God's right. so great, why doesn't he stop war? If why, do babies, so great, why do the children die of cancer? That's why, exactly why did that airplane get out so with innocent great, people? It's it, well, because God's not a sugar daddy that lives in yeah. the sky. That's your concept, not mine. Right. You know? <laughs> oh, man. The man is, did you ever watch the movie, The Invention of Lying? Had an all-star no. cast, um, no. headed up by Ricky Gervais. I, watched I can it always it count a, on you to come up with things I've never heard of, and I've never heard of this oh. one. <laughs> You've never heard of the invention of lying? No. Oh, okay. It <laughs> came out, sir. It's it's funny. You know, Ricky Gervais is the, a comedian, comic actor, however you want to look at him. He's got it, created the TV show The Office, not the one you yeah. saw about Dunder Mifflin in the U.S. Right. Talking about the original Office in Great Britain. That right brought us and he you know he got credited for he owned part of the show here but he actually created that in great britain anyway um ricky gervais uh starred in this movie the invention of lying has an all-star cast uh, jennifer gardner garner is the main female and it's all about this world where nobody lies ever there is no such thing as lying and, and the world moves and so when somebody says something to you you know they'll look at you and say you're fat and you have bad posture, but I still like you. You know, that kind yes. of thing. They say really yes. hurtful things because it's honest. The things we think but don't say. And yeah. it, so he ends up um, going to the bank and he's overdrawn at the bank. His life's, he's a guy who's just <laughs> like, they have a movie company in this uh, uh, TV entertainment company that all it is is history. Okay. It's a dude sitting in front of a camera reading a book on history about a certain time. And so they have like Rob Lowe's character. He gets the exciting 1800s for all these, all these incredible stories, you know, and they give Ricky Gervais character, the 1200s. And he's like, nothing happened there. It's the 1200s. It's not my fault. Nobody's watching because it's not my fault. I got a boring century. Come on. You know? And anyway, so he's getting fired. He has no money. He's going to get evicted from his apartment. His mother's in a crazy house or in, I mean, in the old folks home, a hospital, she's dying. And so anyway, he um, goes to the bank. And he's, uh, he needs money. He's overdrawn. And so when he gets to the bank, and again, it's the invention of lying. He yeah. gets to the teller and she said, oh, our computers are down. Well, I, I don't have, what would you like? And he said, and he needed, he had like $300 in the bank. Okay. And he says, but he needs 800. And so he tells her, oh, I'd like to get $800 out of the bank. She goes, absolutely. Just gets the 800, hands it to him. Yeah. And she goes, oh, yeah. our computers. And uh, while she's doing that, 
our computers are back up. And she pulls it up. She goes, huh, it doesn't seem, it seems like your account is wrong. Here, here's your money. Let me fix this. Here, now you, you know. <laughs> yeah. And because that's everybody the tells the truth, yes. <laughs> so the invention of lying begins. So he goes to his mother's at the hospital. She's dying. And he, as she's on her deathbed, she's breathing her last. And she's afraid. You know, she's afraid mm. of nothingness. And he starts telling her about heaven. He describes heaven and what it's huh. going to be like for her. And he's making this up, okay? The invention yeah, yeah. of lying. And so as he's uh, telling her about heaven, he doesn't know what it is. The whole office, the doctors and nurses all come in. They're listening. How do you, and she dies. How do you know that? How do you know what happens when we die? So I just did. Hmm. Because nobody lies. They assume he's telling the, and that's wow. the invention of lying. And wow. it's all, and it's all based on lying about God and about heaven. Wow. And it, like, yeah. And the people all start gathering around his house because he has this thing and he's getting wow. all of his messages from this man in the sky. Mm. And wow. yeah, yeah, it's, but that's very atheistic. If, yeah. It, yes. But if you can, if you can take your, your beliefs and, and know that if you, if you're okay with who, with what you believe, you can watch this and see, this is how the world sees us sometimes. Yeah. And this is how atheists see us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for people who I'm going to be honest, Mark, I think half the people I've been in church with are not believers. Mm. They, I believe that the mention of lying, that story of the man in the sky doing, I think that's yeah. their version of religion slash Christianity. I, I don't yeah. believe they actually have a relationship with the one who created us. I think that's why yeah. we have the problems we have. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, most how is of possible? us, most people today, um, most people today have a, a, a social relationship with yeah. God, right. right? Not a personal relationship with God. And that's, uh, about it. yeah, no, I think you're right. And it's, that's the bottom line. And that's where yeah. you and, okay. Now we're back to the beginning of you and I stop putting God in a box, demanding he do things and uh, that are not even personal for us. You know, yeah. I think about the prayer of Jabez, bless me indeed. Yeah. Enlarge my territory. Keep your mighty hand upon me. Keep me from evil. So I don't cause pain. And right. God granted him his request, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you look at what he asked for and he was more honorable than his brothers is what it says. Mm. And the reason God did those things is because he knew his heart and he knew what he would do with this blessing, you know, that what he yeah. would do by blessing him, what, how uh, Jabez would respond. Mm. And so he did. And it's like, we don't spend time thinking about stuff like that or being, what we're supposed to be. We're too busy. Right. I, I get caught up in it, Mark. Oh my yeah. goodness. Half my day is looking at crazy and going, how did, <laughs> how, what in the world? What? <laughs> what were you thinking? Do you really think that's what a baseball bat is for? Come on. She was teaching you Spanish. You know, did you not think after we kill her, I'm still going, that's not changing my grade. The grade is yeah. in ink. It's in the computer. You failed the class. Killing wow. the teacher now is not going to change your grade. Put the right, bat yeah. back in the closet. But no, I'm yeah. 16. I'm going to kill the teacher because I'm, you know, yeah. what the consequences of our action don't exist anymore. So right. there you have it. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right. Yeah. Hey, we live in a, we live in a world that's lost. That's something to remember. Right. There's a reason yeah. we say lost. That someone in the wilderness doesn't know which way is home. And they're poking around. On top of that, it's dark. 
<laughs> yeah, right. It's not, they're not just out in the wilderness. It's dark. So they're stumbling around in the wilderness in the dark. Yep. And they make fun of us. Okay. <laughs> well, we Go make ahead. it easy. We yeah, do we make do. it easy. We, well, yeah, those, the, we, <laughs> we give them the fuel for the stereotypes. We really do. We That's do. Sad. That is And funny. if more people just actually spent some time reading and studying and understanding what they claim to believe, yeah. they wouldn't have as much to talk about, oh, I wow. believe. You're right. right. All right. Yep. So, Mark, you were telling us the other day yeah. about a race in Louisiana, not a foot race, not a car race, a political race. Right, for sheriff in this county in uh, northern Louisiana, in Caddo Parish. In, in Louisiana, they don't have counties. They have parishes, right? Oh, so well, um, thank you. Learn something yeah, today. I can there, stop. I can go back to bed now. Thank you. There you go. Well, the recount that, the, that they did yesterday ended with the same margin of victory of the November 18th election, a one-vote win for Democrat Henry Whitehorn against Republican John Nicholson. Nicholson called for the recount three days after the election when the results put Whitehorn ahead by a single ballot out of more than 43,000 cast. Mm. And remember, this was a record turnout for an election, 43,000 people in this uh, parish. A review conducted Monday at the Caddo Parish Courthouse in Shreveport produced three more votes for each leaving the winning difference unchanged. Nicholson, a former Shre uh, Shreveport uh, City Council member, can turn to state court to order a recall election if he refuses to accept the recount results. And I will say here, he should, because of the way things are. Mm. Uh, because um, there's no paper trail, because they all, all it's all electronic voting. It's on screens, right? Mm -hmm. And it, there's no printout of, the, uh, of each vote. So there's no paper trail. The only things they could recount were the 17,000 mail-in ballots right. that they had, if you'll recall. Yeah. And we talked about that yesterday. 17,000, three or 4,000 in an area like that would be uh, way would be too rational reason. Yeah, that's, that would be like, wow, that's a lot of people to write in. But they had 17,000. They recounted those and nothing changed. Nothing. Yeah. Whitehorn is a former Shreveport police chief. He was, he's going to be replacing Sheriff Steve Prater, who announced his retirement earlier this year after spending 50 years in law enforcement. You know, a lot of people think, why, why are you worrying about a sheriff's race? I will tell you, in yeah. most states, in most states, no, in a lot of states, the sheriff is a very powerful job, a oh, very yeah. powerful elected position. Uh, I know in Alabama that um, it was... <laughs> You know, we had those uh, those callers, the the uh, telemarketers that threaten you with uh, uh, we have a warrant for your arrest, and if you right. don't pay us uh, five hundred dollars right now, uh, we're coming to get you. The police are they're, they're down the block. Okay, they are there. The SWAT team is coming, Dave. Now, can you send me five hundred dollars? Well, would you tell them to stop at the Dixie Mart and give me some coffee? Because I could dig some right about now. All right, um, I enjoy those calls with people that do that now. But yeah. there was a time here in Alabama where it got kind of scary and. Uh, I found out about it because a sheriff up in Jasper, Alabama was called a sheriff. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. His house got one of those calls and he said, really got a warrant for my arrest. All right. Well, you know what? Go ahead on your way here and pick up the County coroner. He's the only one that can arrest the duly elected sheriff in Alabama. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, oops. Well, this particular election points out first, the importance of a single vote. Because, right. you know, it's what we talk yeah. about. One vote can turn mm -hmm. an election. And it also yeah. re it exposes what's happening to our voting in America today. Mm -hmm. And that is that it's being set up or has been set up mm -hmm. so that somebody can win who really didn't win. 
and yeah. you can't prove it. Nope. And that's the problem with having it like this. Why I say paper ballot, pencil, and you, I will tell you, and you don't have to eat the elephant in one bite. You eat it one bite at a time. It's not right, that yeah. all the votes would be counted in one place because people don't vote in one place. We vote in several. And right. each one of these voting places, you would actually count them. And then that and you would have a representative from each part. Everybody who's on the ballot has yeah. a, the uh, uh, right to have somebody there to watch the counting. Yeah. You know, this is not that difficult. They're never no. going to have the you think about in the most dense voting areas. It would not be that difficult to accomplish a complete count. Right. Because you would do it as it's going on. Yeah. It, yeah. As it goes. Yeah. Yes. And we used to do it. Uh -huh. We did. We used to do it. We didn't have any problems. And then somebody said, you know what? We need to modernize this. Let's yeah. let's put in voting machines. Yeah. And, and we won't show you the source code. Right. Right. A voting machine was one thing because it actually it actually produced some sort of a record. Mm -hmm. But then they computerized things. And yeah. I remember when they started saying we're going to computerize elections. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time, we were having stories about hacking. Yeah. And people breaking into computers and doing things with them. And I was not the only one. There were bazillions of people who said, wait, computers? The, right. Can't you hack those? <laughs> and guess what? They can. Somebody can walk into some place with a thumb drive and go from, from machine to machine and change the way they work. And I have a feeling that we're seeing the results of that happen in election after election today. How many times has this happened to you? You're hosting a party when... Hi, welcome. Hello. Hi. We're so glad you could make it. Let me take your coats. Oh, don't bother. We'll just throw them on the bed. But we don't have a coat bed. Don't have a coat bed. Don't have a coat bed. It's happened again. Another party, and you don't have a bed to throw coats on. Well, you're in luck, because right now, it's clearance time at Beds to Throw Coats On. Every bed to throw coats on is on sale at drastically reduced prices. Single, twin, full, even king size for heavy entertainers. Beds to Throw Coats On has a bed to throw coats on for everybody and every party. Well, where would you want us to throw our coats? Why, there's a bed in the room at the top of the stairs. And if that's full, there's one more across the hall. <laughs> Be prepared. Shop at Beds to Throw Coats On. Located across from Go Ahead and Put Your Feet Up on the Coffee Tables. You know, the uh, Mark and Mac show, there has been talk about voting machines, as we were talking about a few minutes ago. Yeah. And whether or not they were owned by certain individuals or the companies, you know, Dominion and things like that, if they're owned right. by other people. And yeah. I will tell you that when you look at, when you look at news stories, Mark, have you ever read one and you went, well, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, I have. I have. I okay. have. <laughs> Just think about Snopes and, and some of the other websites that were created by liberals uh, to vet out the truth, right? So when you go back and look at who owns the voting machines and things like that, um, I don't know who owns them. I know there have always been rumors and rumors start someplace. I remember when Hugo Chavez, uh, before he died, you know, when he was destroying Venezuela, uh, that mm -hmm. it was reported that he owned uh, part of uh, the Venezuela owned part of the, the D Dominion, I think was the company. But I don't know if they it was always, you know, but Snopes said, oh, no, that's not true. I'm like, really? OK, you're the same ones that told us the Obama birth certificate was real. OK. You know, just like the whole <laughs> Obama, you know, the one thing, Mark, that still gets me is how Barack Obama, you know, his social security number, 
was never able to be used to register for Obamacare because mm. it couldn't be verified right. because it wasn't his because it yeah. wasn't given to him. It's like right. the craziness, and it's right there. Here's the truth. He's doing yeah. it in front of you. You thought you had this rigged, and it didn't work. And now you say, "Oh, it's because he's the president." Really? Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. Wait a minute. Since when did the president not because you don't elevate to non-citizen <laughs> status if you become the president? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. Anyway, just I'm just throwing it out there that you can't believe everything you hear on the radio or a podcast. You can't believe everything you read online. As a matter of fact, I don't believe any of it. And you got to search for sources to. I have to search for sources, Mark. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you do a story, because some people, Wendy Sinclair and the miners, <laughs> the miners yes. been underground since 1944 <laughs> in Pennsylvania, you know, that's yeah. all I'm saying. Wasn't it Ronald Reagan who said, trust, but verify? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm sorry, but we can't do that anymore. We just have to yeah. verify. I and mean, who was the idiot in government the other day that actually used his thing? The uh, Secretary uh, of Education said, hey, we're the oh. government. We're here to help. Right. He said, yeah. no, the quote was the, the nine most terrifying words you'll ever hear are I'm from the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> That's what Reagan actually said. Right. And that guy <laughs> used it in such a bad way. It's like, dude, you didn't. How do you not get this? It's like. <laughs> Bless his heart. So, are you going to blame it on your writers now? Are you a stand-up comedian? Is that what we're doing? Because you just failed miserably, idiot. Yep. yep. All right, Mark. Um, the uh, Trump holding a demanding lead over DeSantis, still a yep. big deal. Yeah. yeah. We got Iowa coming up. The Iowa mm -hmm. caucuses are coming up. Right. And um, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says that the endorsement from influential Iowa social conservative leader Bob Vanderplatz, as well as the recent backing from Governor Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds, amounts to a pretty powerful machine. As he aims for an upset victory in Iowa's Republican presidential caucuses, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is days away from reaching his goal of stopping in all 99 counties in what they call the Hawkeye State. The DeSantis campaign says the governor will make his final stop this coming Saturday in Jasper County. He's hoping to follow in the footsteps of former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee. Uh, in 2008, former Pennsylvania Senator Rick Santorum in 2012 and Senator Ted Cruz from Texas in 2016, who stopped in all 99 counties en route to Iowa caucus victories. None of them were elected president, yeah. by the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, wow. DeSantis uh, pledged in a recent Fox News digital interview in Des Moines, Iowa. Hey, we're going to win here. We have what it takes. However, DeSantis is currently battling former ambassador to the United Nations and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley for second place in the latest GOP presidential nomination polls in Iowa, far behind former President Trump. The former president remains the commanding Republican frontrunner in Iowa, the other early voting states, and in national surveys as he makes his third straight bid for the White House. Um, he wrote in a fundraising email to supporters over the weekend, there are only 50 days left until the very first vote is cast in the 2024 election. If we completely dominate the Iowa caucus, then we can emerge as the as the presumptive nominee for president in January uh, on January 15th of 2024. Trump has made history as the first former or current president to be indicted for a crime. But his four indictments, including in the in federal court in Washington, D.C. and in Fulton County Court in Georgia on charges he tried to overturn his 2020 presidential election laws, have only fueled his support among Republican voters. The former president returns to Iowa this weekend and has cam uh, and his campaign is ramping up their ad buys in the final weeks ahead of the caucuses. And that's that is true. 
the more they throw at him, the more popular mm-hmm. he gets. I you know, know it. I and, just, I'm concerned. Mm. I'm just really concerned. I mean, we went through this before. We know how, what he was capable of doing in four years, but we know that if if he is elected, okay, the big the, if he is elected, it'll be four years of impeach forty seven. Sure, you know yeah. that's what it's going to be. Yeah, it will. And the only difference is it's going to be somebody other than Maxine because I don't hear her anymore. You know, right? I think yeah. You know, because ever since after after twenty years, Mark, of me saying. Maxine Waters is using campaign donations to pay off her daughter hundreds of thousands of dollars for allegedly printing up flyers to hand out in her voting district, which is Hawthorne, California. And and we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Mm -hmm. And she finally gets caught for that. And, and, And so she crawls back into her little shell, but she's still elected. She's still collecting money. She's still producing, you know, the same garbage. So the reason you, but of course with Biden, you would think if she actually cared, if people actually cared about leadership in this country, Joe Biden, one look at him, one listen to him, one day with him would make you realize this man needs to be in a home. He needs to be wearing a helmet full time, 24 seven, because this is bad. Let's just love on this old man until he dies. I think he's got early onset, if not mid onset, you know, dementia. I think there are issues going with him cognitively that leave him in a dangerous place for really walking around without a walker. And I'm just saying that based on on old people that I've been around and how they get treated. He's not being treated properly, and that's a shame. It's wrong. It just goes to show you how far these people will go. uh, That it doesn't matter who the person that's that they're going to do the do. They're going to do what they're told. Yeah. I. Back to what you said about there being four more years of impeach, yeah. impeach 47 mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. I think that's absolutely true. And I think, uh, I think if for no other reason, it's important to put to reelect Donald Trump so that those people who screech the loudest will become the most visible again, as mm-hmm. they were during his first term, because during his first term, people's eyebrows started going up and they were seeing, wow, these people on the other side. They're not just, they're not just competitive. They're crazy. Yeah. You know, I, and I refer back to the Kavanaugh hearings again, because that's a prime example. It was on, it was on TV. Everybody saw what these people were really made of when they started going after Brett Kavanaugh, they were willing to go back and dig up the, the high school Uh, yearbook of a 16 year old Yep, and pull up comments in high school yearbooks. They were willing to. Uh, to fabricate, they they were they actually out of thin air fabricated a story about uh, 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 gang raping people, you yeah. know, just to get somebody disqualified from the Supreme Court because he was nominated by Donald yeah. Trump, and they've done similar things to other people along the way. Right now, there are a lot of people unlawfully jailed because they're Trump supporters and. Right. They did some, they did some dumb things on January 6th and some of them, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that some of them crossed the line, but a lot of them, the vast majority of them, they're in jail illegally Mm -hmm. without, without proper legal foundation. They're in jail and have been there for over two years because these people don't want Donald Trump back in office. And if nothing else, I think we should put him back in office so more of that rises to the surface so more people see what these people really are. 
he promised to drain the swamp, if you'll recall. We're going to drain the swamp, right? I think he actually succeeded because that murky water level has come down enough so that we can see the creatures that really live there and what they're really all about. And in that sense, he did drain the swamp. So we can really see them for what they are. And I think it's important if, like I said, if for no other reason, so that the crazy dials up and we can see these people really in the light of day for what they actually are, because they're lying, they're, they're, they're doing things illegally. They're ignoring the law. These people, not just like Maxine Waters, who's, yeah, she got, she got some attention to something that she shouldn't have been doing, but she's still there. You know, nothing has changed. Absolutely nothing has changed. These people, they're, they're, we live on a, you keep hearing about this two-tier legal system. These people who are in politics on the national scale, they don't suffer for the same things we would suffer. If they cross, the, if they cross boundaries, they don't get the same kind of trouble we do. And Maxine Waters is a good example. We need, I think more and more people need to see that. They need to see the crazy for what it is. And uh, electing Trump again, We'll dial that up a lot. The sale has just begun. Hi, we're, we're the, the Barnacle Brothers. Brothers, and the biggest sale in our history began when you heard the clock start ticking. It's our 60-second sale. And you've only got 50 seconds left. Our doors were closed yesterday. Our doors were closed this morning. Our doors will be closed tomorrow. But our doors are open right, right now. But only for another 43 seconds. We got color televisions for $6. Got camcorders for $3 each. You need an entire living room set, you'll find it at Barnacle Brothers. For only 15 bucks. How about a car? We got this brand new Rolls-Royce stretch limousine for only 20 Bucks. But you got to be here during the 60-second sale now in progress. Here's a lovely mink coat. 59 cents. And bars of pure plutonium. Three for a dollar. All during the 60-second sale, which began 40 seconds ago. We didn't give you no warning. We can't extend the time. So if you want to save like never before, come to the 60-second sale at Barnacle Brothers. We'll tell you how to get here, but that'd take up too much time. Besides, if you're not here already, you ain't going to make it. Because the fantastic Barnacle Brothers 60-second sale, with savings up to 99% off and more, is now over. As we head into uh, the holiday season, well, we're already there. Thanksgiving came early. You know, it, it, it always, it's weird how that works because it's going to be roughly this, it, during the same period of time every year yeah. within a seven-day window or a six-day window. But for whatever reason, it just feels like we, we have this extra week before, yeah. you know, Christmas. It's like yeah. we had Thanksgiving, but it's not even December yet. That kind of thing. <laughs> right. Uh, I, as I'm. I produced the podcast yesterday. I started using Christmas music for the bumpers. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I looked at the, I looked at the calendar and went, is it too soon? Right. No. <laughs> it's not even December yet. Is right. it too soon? <laughs> because the Thanksgiving is the fourth Thursday in yes. the month of November. And that's usually the last Thursday. However, this year we had November 1st, you know, was on a Wednesday. Yeah, and it just really we have five Thursdays in November this year. That's why. Yeah, uh, it came so yeah, we would you know, have, oddly. Yeah, this Thursday would have been the last right. Thursday in November. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. It had it just one day off, you know. Yeah. And think about it, then that would be you know we would be off this week and then it would uh, then it would be a crazy ride till Christmas. You only got three weeks yeah. left, kind of thing. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. is yeah not having that having this extra week like last week when everybody's talking about the early buys. I'm like. 
first of all, really, you're going to go out shopping all night for Friday. <laughs> you realize that like even on Walmart, you can go the day before, you know, yeah. you can go online. Yeah. Uh, granted, even if I, I actually did see something that I wanted. All right. Mm -hmm. Not even going to tell you what it is. A seven inch mm -hmm. Onion tablet. And it's the only reason I <laughs> want it is because I think they look cool and I like to have one, you know, in yeah. my car. But my phone is almost that size and does everything and then some. Yeah. yeah. But it was so cheap, Mark. You know, those things used to be expensive and now it's kind of mm -hmm. like it would double as a door stopper if you wedged it underneath the door, you know, <laughs> and just in case that kind of thing. And they're so cheap now. You may as well. But yeah. Anyway, I saw it and I was like, I think I would like to do. I think. And I looked at it. I'm like, wait a minute. Even on a, on a regular day, it's $59. Right now it's, you know, I'm saving $20. No, I'm not yeah. going to stay up all night and fight somebody who really just got out of jail last week and has nothing to lose yeah, over yeah. a tablet. I'm not going to use, you know, right, that yeah. I just think it's a neat thing and it's so cheap. I have to have it, but right, no, yeah. I think I'll yeah. just stay home. <laughs> I did the same thing. I looked at something this morning. I saw the uh, Amazon Alexa show. It's one of their, it's the elect. It's one of those uh, Alexa units. that has a screen. It's like yeah. a nine inch, like a nine yeah. inch screen. It's thirty nine dollars. Mm -hmm. Thirty nine dollars. Right. And it's like I almost, I almost clicked on it. I almost pulled the trigger just because it's so stinking cheap. Yeah. Right. And then I sat there and thought about it. And like, let's see, I've got one there. I've got one here. I've got one there. Okay. I don't need another Alexa thing, especially it, it, even if it has a screen. I right. mean, who cares? I, mean, <laughs> I don't, I'm not making video calls with this stuff. Right. I have a phone that will. Why do I need that? You know? Right. And I talked yep. myself out of tech guy, tech yep. guy talked himself out of buying tech. tech. You, you know, can, you know what though? <laughs> it's something you can do with every yeah. purchase. I'm, at this stage of the game, you and I both are like, okay, do I like, I've never been somebody who spent a lot of money on things that I didn't have to. Right. It's just the way I've always been. I don't know if it comes from growing up poor. I don't, I don't think it does, but for, and I'm, I don't call myself cheap because I don't mind spending money. It's just like a car. I don't mm -hmm. mind driving a car that is paid for, right. that has a lot of oh, mileage, as long as it still that. works right. I love that. Got like a quarter million miles on my car, you know, yeah. well, actually on the one of my cars that's paid for, I have two park cars that are paid for. One of them has over a quarter of a million miles on it. And the other one has 170 something thousand miles yeah. on it. Yeah. And it so still runs. The only, yeah. And the only problem with that, and, and that's why you guys do have a, is you need to have, I believe you have to have one nice car that yeah. you, it, because the cars that I drive tend to be again high mileage cars because I do drive until and and there is a pro, there is a time when you say I'm driving the cars till the wheels come off that you get to that point where you're kind of going I think the wheels are coming off you know you cross and, the line and you know it yeah and I'm at that stage where I'd make the decision to change when I look at it and go if there was a problem in the middle of the night and my son Andrew calls because he's the furthest one away and he calls and says I need you here. Could I hop in my car and drive and, and be confident? Not, not, Could you get if there? I can't, yeah. I get rid of the car. That's my, right. that is the safety valve for me. I have yeah. to have that. I had, there has to yeah. be a car in my driveway that yeah. I could get in and go anywhere I need to right now. Right. Yeah. Other for than me, that's that. My dad. That's my dad in Pensacola for me. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you, you have to be ready. Yeah. So I, that's like I said, I, I don't, I'm not that person. Although I, it's not that I don't like the new cars. I look at them and I think, wow, you know, I mean, 
when you buy Shopify, I do, you buy a car that's several years old and you look at it. And thing is, if you buy um, a high end car after it's not, you know, it's been used for a little while. Mm -hmm. And then you, like I did with my Infinity, when I bought that QX56, it was old. It wasn't that old, but it was old enough that, you know, I'm driving this thing and it's got all the things now that come in cars that are mostly standard. A couple of things, it's got them all. This yeah. car had them all five years before anybody else had them. It's like, uh, you know, all the technology that's into it. I'm like, wow. So this is what it's like driving a car that was made after 2005. Wow. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So I went through that and it was, like, and I'll be honest, Mark, I kind of went, I really need to not be so cheap. I need to have a newer car because this is mm. too cool. Having yeah. all these things, because I will be honest, I think that the screen, my backup screen that mm -hmm. doubles as everything else now, I, I think it's bigger than the TV I had in my first apartment. I could just <laughs> sleep in this thing, you know? It's, where's the oven go? Oh, you oh, know? Yeah. Leather upholstery, soft. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. I, I, you were talking about things, uh, uh, people, uh, Black Friday shopping. Yeah. And I don't know if you've, if you've seen the, uh, the things on Facebook, the little memes that have been popping up on Facebook. And there's usually three panels and it's like, it's like the first panel is a price. It's the price of something like $499. Mm -hmm. And the guys, the guys saying, hold right. and the next panel, 499 hold. And the third panel is go. And it's black Friday and it's still 499, but above it, 699 is crossed out. Right. <laughs> it's still the same price. Wow. Oh gosh, but things are uh, costing us a lot more. You were talking about vehicles, a, a pickup truck, 70 grand for a pickup truck. Oh, we, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, I freaked that's out. That's nuts. That. Several, so, you know, Mark, you, I remember back, and this goes back to the early 80s when the new Camaro came out mm -hmm. back in like from 82 to 83 or 81 to 82, whatever it was. And I remember some, a, a person, a friend of mine getting one, and the car payment was over $300 a month. And yeah. I remember then thinking that's too much mm -hmm. that that's not good. Yeah. I said it to myself, you know, I didn't, because what you do with your money is not my business. Right. And I say the same thing about a truck that costs that much money. I think yeah. it's awesome. And it, it's got a lot of great features. It drives like, I mean, I get it. It does. all. But if you spend that much money on a car, uh, are you really going to, do all the things that it's supposed to do, you know, like, hey, look, you can drive this thing to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro. I get it. Yeah, you yeah. know that it probably has a helicopter blades underneath and it <laughs> you know, can be like Mr. Gadget. If you needed to be right, little yeah. jets pop out. I mean, I, it could be the car from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That's, you know, right. speeding over the top with Benny Hill but, jumping after you. It could be all those but, things, but no, but paying twice what I paid for my first house for a truck. Yep. I, yep. I, I don't, you know, I sound like what old are you fart looking at a car on the front on that? porch, but hey, wow! Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. I honestly, I don't. Uh, Mike and I have talked about this sometimes, where he's, you know, he's he'll he'll say somebody's got, you know, this got this brand new seventy five thousand dollar pickup truck, and his payments mm -hmm. are like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a month, and that's you know that's <clears throat> that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for anybody, really. When Jane and I bought our most recent vehicle, she's got that uh, that uh, Volkswagen Taos. Mm -hmm. It's a yeah. little SUV. Um, yeah. We bought one that was second. We think it was part of the rental fleet, actually. Yeah. Which is, you know, and that's fine. They take care of them. They really do take good care of those vehicles. Yeah. And and um, 
And she, the reason she didn't buy the RAV4, she was looking at the two of them, the Toyota RAV4 and the, yeah. and the Volkswagen. The RAV4 was a year older and it was, it was eight or $9,000 more. Right. And the payment was going to be seven something, over seven something. And we, what we did was we basically, we paid my flex off and then <laughs> yeah, Hank won out. <laughs> and then <laughs> I'm looking over your shoulder and I see Hank staring yeah. at the door. Yeah. But, yeah. But, <laughs> but, but we paid, we paid uh, her car off. It has been paid off for a while, her little Toyota. We paid my flex off and we basically said, you know what? We can, we've been used to making a car payment. We'll go ahead and get you another car. And, and so that's what we did. And we kind of based it, uh, we, we based it on the ballpark of what my flex payment had been. So we're paying for her car, roughly what we'd been paying for the flex right, right. every month. So we're still in the same ballpark. We could not, there's no way in the world we would even consider paying the amount of money that it would take to buy a new car today. It's just, yeah. it's just crazy. Absolutely crazy. That- when I saw the Ford, uh, I think it was the F-150 or the F, yeah, the new Ford F-150 is the one we're talking about, I think. But I'm not knocking. I love the vehicle. I've had a couple of those. I've had a Ford Ranger. I've had an F-150. I like the, oh, they've yeah. done well. Yeah. But when you start looking at the cost, um, it, I just can't do it. It's, yeah, yeah okay. But the, then you get hooked with this, okay. They start as low as... $36,000 yeah. for a Ford <laughs> F-150 baseline. And it, that's what it says. I pulled this up because I wanted wow. to see the 2024 Ford F-150 starts at 36,570. That's for the base XL trim with a 2.7 liter turbo V6 regular cab. All right. This is going to be the no frills, uh, rear wheel drive, six and a half foot bed vehicle. Again, I know wow. I will tell you, you, you can't do. It's, you won't go wrong with that. It's a good truck, but it's a, it's a good solid work truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, but, um, and then of course you go car. to the, no, it's just your regular cab. And then you go up yeah. from there, the super cab, the super crew cab, you know, and mm-hmm. add another 10 for that kind of thing. But yeah. anyway, I guess the reason for talking about, as you mentioned, how much these vehicles are in the $70,000 range. Yeah. And, and I don't, those are, luxury. What, those are just giant luxury cars is what they are. Yes. I don't begrudge it. what anybody spends on I anything. Know. It's your money. Do what you want. Yeah. It's just not for me. And, and yeah. it's because, like you said, I'm not paying. For, I'm not going to pay for a truck that costs twice what my first house bought. And you know yeah. what? You can still, if you, when people talk about not having any money, what are they going to do in retirement? They have no investment. You realize you don't have to drive these brand new things all right. the time. Yeah. You don't have to spend $1,200 a month on a car payment. And then, by the yeah. way, your insurance is going to be another three or 400 a month. So, you don't have to spend two grand on transportation every month right. before yeah. after taxes, before you get out of bed, right. take that, cut it in half and spend that other thousand. That's 12 grand a year investing in something, anything. Yeah. Because there's uh, going to come a point in your life when that instead of, you're going to be glad that you didn't make that high vehicle payment and you put that money away because you're going to need it. I mean, take that 12 grand can, and invest it in something that creates money, man. Yeah. Because government's going to keep screwing everything up and everything's going to yes. keep costing more, you know, and they're going to, and they're going to start taking from the rich and giving to everybody else. And by <laughs> yeah. the way, every yep. time you keep slicing the rich, remember the rich already pay their fair share. You don't do. want to pay your fair share. If you make less than a, what, uh, $220,000 a year, if you make less than that, 
You do not want to pay your fair share. The government <laughs> idea on, you know, what's poverty level is way different than ours. But, yeah. you know, you look at this, let's just say you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year living where we live. You can live a good life on that. And you're not paying what the rich mm. pay. Now, I yeah. know that some people that are the, the very wealthy that actually uh, have companies and create jobs and things like that, they don't pay personal taxes the way you and I do. It's because wow. they're creating wealth, they're creating jobs, they're creating things with their money. They're just in a different, it's apples and oranges. You cannot mm -hmm. compare my 1099 that I filed last year for $18,000 against a billion yeah. dollar you know, company. Yeah. It doesn't it's, work it's a, like that. It doesn't work that way. No. And, and but, the, and, People in government know that, and yeah. they also know that most people don't know that. Right. They don't understand the difference, which is why I've said when they, they play when it they pointed, that's why they wanted to expose Trump's taxes, because yes. they wanted, the average person would say, uh, hey, that's not right. Well, right. it's a different world at that level. And the other way they you wanted know. to shame him, though, they wanted yeah. to mock him. I know we got a bolt. They wanted yeah, the, yeah. the liberals, because Donald Trump has claimed to be many things financially, he has claimed <laughs> to be a billionaire, a multi-billionaire. He's worth two... It, there yeah. have been comments from people who have been with him and said, I heard him tell somebody at nine in the morning that he was worth two billion and that afternoon he was worth four billion. You know? Yeah. Yeah, he does blow smoke. I get yeah. it. He's a braggart. I get it. He's over the top. I get yeah. he's a bigger than life character. Get it. Don't care. He I don't care what he has, but that's why they yeah. wanted to out him. One, to show that he doesn't pay taxes the way you and I do. Also, but by the way, he shouldn't. And the other part is that he's not worth what he also claims. Mm -hmm. But you know what? It doesn't matter what he has in the bank because you have to, you have to bring in everything. Yeah. When you say a person's worth, well, you've got to bring all the things they own. If they sold mm -hmm. everything they owned right now at market value, what would they be worth? Right. Boom. Probably two or 3 billion because you've got yeah. hotels and things like that, that, you know, he doesn't own everything that his name yeah. is on. He licensed. Right. This guy is so smart with his name, Mark. He licensed it to hotels around the yeah. world. Yeah. The Trump Towers that, in Moscow is not owned by him. That's why that judge in New York devalued the property, uh, Mar-a-Lago, so far. Yeah. Because he wanted, they on the left want to want to create the impression that he's lying about the value of things. Right. When, eh, as, somebody, as somebody who I know and respect once told me, the actual, the actual appraisal value of a property is totally reliant on the person holding the pen. Yep. You know, <laughs> it really Get is. Get a good one. You can make money on your house. You That's know? <laughs> exactly right. Get a bad yeah. one or a yeah. real one or somebody telling the truth. You lose. There you yeah. go. Hey, That's Mark and I are going to take a couple of yeah, days off go. because we're old and we can. So yeah. we'll be back by the end of the week. Maybe. Yeah. Later. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Bye. We never walked on the moon. Elvis ain't dead. You ain't going crazy. It's all in your head. 